0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, fellow fit nerds. This is Monica Ellis with Superheroes Nutrition. So I'm here today to let you know in terms of maybe
1: getting in shape, you love superheroes, you need a change in your life, I really want you guys to check us out. We have an Instagram. It's Superheroes Nutrition. I'm Wonder Woman on there, um, and I'm here to set the example for individuals who need a change in their life. Everybody needs some motivation, everybody needs some inspiration, check out our page, we have superhero workouts, we're going to be launching um, a brand new fit kit pretty soon, and we have a YouTube channel, so please check that out. Uh, My email is monica at superheroesnutrition.com, so like I said, if you're looking for a change, you want to get fit, and you need some extra push in the right direction, then this is uh, certainly the place to get started, thanks so much.
0: And at checkout, use discount code catfishthegoon, all one word, Goon, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. We're the Punks! We're the Punks! We're We're the We're the Punks! We're the Punks! We're we This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. We're
1: people, we are real it's Connor Justice of the Inland Empire 66ers And you're listening to the All Angels Podcast
0: up it is your boy Johnny mags back at you once again joined as always with Daniel Garcia and this is the All Angels podcast for August 31st 2017 obviously we're gonna start with it I mean biggest news of the day obviously the biggest news probably well yeah raw major League baseball yeah. the Angels have acquired Justin Upton from the Detroit Tigers um, details Daniel I know you got him
1: yeah uh, Upton for the from Detroit for uh, Grayson long Um the number, depending on where you look, the number nine prospect in the Angels organization, but the top pitching prospect. Uh, he's a 23-year-old third-rounder. Um, but, you know, the big thing is, like you said, Upton coming in and, and kind of going with the trade is also the trade of, of Cam uh, Maben to... Air, uh, Houston, to kind of make room in that outfield for him. So two corresponding trades happened probably within, you would say, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes hey, of each other?
0: Yeah. you know, news first broke of uh, uh, Justin Upton, and I quickly hit uh, you and Chris up on the text message, and I'm like, Angels are about to acquire Justin Upton. What does this mean? Where is he going? The outfield's packed. The outfield, I mean. Right, we're, we're
1: like, trying to figure out where is the position he can play.
0: We're like, I'm like, left field, maybe? I mean, what is that? I mean, Dude, like, well, who's gonna be our leadoff guy? You know, obviously now with you now, and we don't know what the heck's going on there. So it's kind of like we were scratching our heads, and then what? Yeah, 10, 15 minutes later, the Maven trade
1: came came into a came into effect.
0: Yeah. So I mean, a lot. I mean, I've been I, as well as you have. We've been on social media, just getting the reaction of the fans, and and I'll go back to what I've said before in other podcasts, not just you know, but. You're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, if you're the Angels organization, if you're Billy Epler. If you don't make a move for somebody, they're going to say, oh, well, they didn't make a move at the trade deadline. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. That's why we didn't get this far. If you make a move, you're going to have people that are mad and people that are going to get upset. I've already seen online people talking about how they're... Why would you trade Cameron Maven? He was my favorite player. It's like, well, the dude's only been here like five months. but Right. I, but I understand. Cameron Maven is a stand-up guy. But if you look at numbers alone, just this season, Justin Upton is an upgrade. Right. Period. Offensively.
1: No, definitely. I mean, I looked at it, you know, the whole season as a whole and then post-All-Star break. So just a quick um, full season look at it. Uh, 28 home runs to uh, Mabin 6, yeah. um, Upton also batting 279, Mabin was batting 235, um, definitely power number wise Upton definitely has the advantage and I even looked at it more post all-star break and I was surprised to see he's still maintained, I mean he's actually playing better now uh, after the all-star break than he was, you would look at his averages, so um you know, post officer break Maven's batting was batting one ninety-seven with zero home runs and one RBI. Mm. And you have Upton that's batting three oh four with thirteen RBIs and, and forty or thirteen home runs and forty RBIs. So it definitely looks like an upgrade. Now the question now with Upton is that he is technically signed through two thousand twenty one. He does have an opt out clause at the end of this year, and the rumor had it that was going around Detroit was the reason why he was on even on the trade block was that he saw Detroit working towards a rebuild and being 30 years old he didn't want to be part of it you know getting up there in age want to be part of a team that can contend now right. so now if he's on the angels and he sees them as a contender playing with Trout playing with Calhoun playing with you know the young pitching staff that we hope will get fully healthy next year does he see that as being a contender and does he opt back into his contract
0: yeah and another thing we talked about were the numbers on that contract 22 million in the next couple years that's a damn good deal so he would have to really take into consideration if i want to be on a contending team which contending team is going to pay me this much money um there's a few teams out there that can the yankees of dodgers uh you know there's a few teams out there that actually can but the deal is really good so it'll be hard for him to get more or just the same amount of money that he has on this contract already so looking at numbers wise as far as getting paid I just don't see him getting anything much more better than that. So that's why I think the Angels said, look, let's trade for this guy. Cameron Mabin would have been a free agent at the end of this year. And we talked about us. Right. We talked about, hey, the Angels should re-sign Cameron Mabin. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Oh, maybe he will. Maybe, you never know. Right. We've seen players leave a team and come back. Yeah, to but I think the Angels looked at it as it a great possibility that we can just keep uh, up then to the remainder of this contract. And it's just like us going out and signing the free agent fielder anyway, you know. So yeah, so exactly. And if you if you are able to
1: convince Maven or not Maven convince Upton to stay, then there you're settled. You're set in your outfield for the next you know, three four years with him being signed in 2021, Trout being signed in 2020, and then Calhoun I believe uh, he's on his still the first six yeah. service time deal, and I think it expires in a couple of years. So if he does opt in it 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 does solidify that outfield for you for sure and um so i I, looking at it when i first got it, i was like oh i don't know i don't know kind of a lot of people then coming home and then figuring out that um the numbers aspect of it and everything it definitely shows that it was a good trade for the angels and it shows hopefully that shows trout more than anything that the angels are here to compete and here to to make a run at it and hopefully that convinces Trout to lean more to staying and showing that, you know, it it can be done here and not have him go anywhere else.
0: Right. And and uh, like you said, it shows Trout that look we're committed to spending money on the guys that we need to win games. I mean I know that Josh Hamilton deal, the our approvals deal have been no nah, they're not very good deals, but um in recent time, in recent, I would say the past two years, I think, since we've gotten burned on these contracts, Angels have kind of been hesitant to go out and spend. And kind of, I think, I think it's been said that Artie Moreno said he doesn't, he didn't want to spend too much. Right. So now it's just kind of like when they went out, if if they, if they, uh, oh, we'll get to that right now. But if they, if they, um, you know, if, where was I about <laughs> Moreno not wanting to spend money? Yeah, he didn't want to spend money. You know, we're, we're kind of like, oh, I don't want to go over this luxury cap, blah, 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 blah. Right. But making a deal for a guy in Upton who may not opt out and giving him 22 a year, that shows that they're willing to spend willing at least something. Yeah. So is that, do you have it confirmed? Mm-hmm. Confirm? Okay, so hold on one second. I got to set this up because I already got it going. Here we go. Breaking news. All right, Daniel, break the news.
1: Yeah, so, f- and if you, uh, have Haven't following uh, Instagram or Twitter more often today than you, kind of saw this one coming. Um, Phillips Brandon Phillips from the Braves has been traded, has agreed to be traded because he did have a no trade clause and he had to op- approve it. Um, but he did approve a trade to the Angels, so now we have a second baseman. Wow, um, Angels. The everything's kind of preliminary. Um, full details haven't come out yet, but the big name, if you call it that, in the in the trade is Tony Sanchez a minor league catcher that the Angels signed earlier, uh, this I, year. I remember. So, um, you know, that's, I guess the big name of it. I'm sure there might be like some cash consideration going back and forth. Um, so you're able to get Phillips and, and, uh, an Upton, Upton without really giving up any, I mean, yeah, Grayson long was a ninth prospect in your, in your, you know, your farm system, but you still didn't give up anything major. You didn't have to give up yeah. your two big keys at the top with, a with, a Adele and Jones. and Jones, so that's good. And two, we we're talking about this before. Phillips comes off the books this year. Yeah, it's a strictly a rental. He's up there in age. His contract at the end of this year it works out great. They can get some kind of push into the playoffs or mm-hmm. for the playoffs. He, you know, then it's worth it. If not, if he struggles, if whatever, you know, let him work the way out of his contract and the end of the year. Say thank you for trying and let him go on his way.
0: Yeah, and and. I agree. Ninety-five percent of the fact that he's going to be a rental player. The only way he comes back is if he takes less money.
1: Yeah, and probably a one or two year deal because he's like I said, yeah. he's up there in age.
0: And do the Angels really? I mean, if you if you're looking at a one two year deal, uh, well, two yeah, like a two year deal, you're looking at at least thir- ten to thirteen million a year. I'm assuming for Brandon Phillips. Yeah, that's that's a bit pricey in my, in my eyes. Uh, so right now. I, I, it's a great move because Second base has been a hole for us um, right. I love the way uh, um, Caleb Coward is, Came up and has played well there But he's playing out of position He's not a second baseman Done right. a great job I'm not saying he wasn't doing a good right. job
1: For what we needed to do He, yeah. he was able to fill, it, fill the hole
0: But we haven't had a guy In that second base hole Since Howie Kendrick left That we can kind of depend on Sure um, What's his name? The girls loved him Oh, Espinoza? No, 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 no The one before him Ibar? No, not Ibar, Howie. No, 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 no. Right after Howie. What's his name? Johnny. Uh,
1: oh,
0: Giovatella. Giovatella had one great year. Right. Played totally above. Totally overdid himself. And you can kind of see
1: it now because he went to Baltimore and got sent down Triple A almost now, right away.
0: Yeah. Now he's kind of like, no one. I don't, okay. But either way, we haven't had a really great or a quality second baseman since Howie Kendrick. So it's been about three, four years. Uh, Brandon Phillips brings veteran leadership, uh, a good bat, and defensively uh, a very good second baseman. Uh, definitely now towards the later part of his career, but you know what? He doesn't mean he can't be a guy like Utley on the Dodgers, who who is a veteran guy, play second base, and and bring just bring a, a consistent bat to the lineup. Uh, I don't think he was raking in, in, in uh, Atlanta, but he was doing decent. Better than anybody we've had. At yeah, I game.
1: mean, just... So you guys know um, season totals for Phillips is 291, uh, batting average, 11 home runs, 52 RBIs. Compare that to, granted, it's not a full year. He came up, you know, right right around all-star break, but uh, Coward is batting 233 with uh, three home runs and 10 RBIs. He had that really long, great stretch when he first came up, and it looked like he was going to tear it up, but then... Recently, probably within the last month or so, he has been struggling with consistency. Now you're trying to see him more of a platoon with him and Pennington. And obviously, if you watched last night's game, uh, that worked out. But now, again, you have a guy in there, Phillips, that can play second base. You can kind of have Cowart go back to third base, and now maybe he turns into, because you now... We were at the 66ers on Monday yeah. for his rehab start. Monday, you know, 0 for 3. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday, 0 for 3. Not a big deal. But Wednesday was the news came out where his second rehab start where he got injured. So, you know, how far is he away now? How big is the setback? Will he come back? And how well will he play? Because there's no more minor league games after next week. Right. I don't believe any of the Angels minor league teams are in the playoffs. So they're they're done. So now you can have a Coward Valbuena, uh, platoon at third base, righty lefty. Mm-hmm. So that would be because Coward is a switch hitter. So I'm guessing he'll bat the right, like on the right side of the plate. And Valbuena, obviously being a lefty, um, I can see that being for Coward now more. Like you said earlier, his natural position. Pennington still kind of filling in that that rover, that that in between mm-hmm. shortstop, Short, second, second third base. Even. Yeah, yeah, just depending on who needs a day off or late game situation, you know. So um, good, another good pickup by the Angels. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, yep, they're guaranteed to make in the playoffs. But it definitely helps their case. And I still believe it's going to come down to the pitching more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, look, offensively, um, I mean, look, you look at that lineup now and you add up, then you're like, man, 28 home runs, 90-some RBIs. And then you look at the second base position, and, and so now you're looking – one through nine. Even Maldonado comes through with great clutch hits sometimes. And right. he has a great game. So now you look at that lineup and you're saying, wow, with Valbuena heating up, uh, with Crone playing the way right. he's been playing, add up then, you add Phillips, Mike Trout does his thing. The whole Albert Pujols and the 4-3 hole doesn't really matter now, you know? Right. And- so, uh, you know, you're right. Pitching's going to do it. And Heaney, Skaggs need to continue to work, progress forward. Richards coming back. I know... We just got news that he's going to be added to the roster soon here. Yeah. And make a start soon for the Angels. I know he pitched over in Triple uh, A the other night and pitched, what, like through 45 pitches, gave up? Two innings. Yeah. yeah.
1: Two innings. Uh, but yeah, his pitch count was up. Yeah. So they did. They, the idea going into it was that he was going to go three innings, but with the pitch count being what it was, um, they took him out and uh, at, after two, but no runs. Did kind of. You kind of worried because you you weren't able to watch. I wasn't able to watch the game, obviously, being from Triple A. So I don't know how deep they worked the counts. Was it a bunch of foul balls? Was it a bunch of full counts? Was it, you know, what was it? Any wild pitches? So the only thing that, and he's always kind of had a guy, been a guy that gets his pitch count up there kind of quickly. Right. Because the stuff does move around so much that. And he's a strikeout guy, too. Right. So he's trying to strike you out. So if he has 02, he's going to try to throw a couple out, out of the strike zone to uh get you to swing and miss and sometimes that that's great he gets it and sometimes it it forces the count to go to two and two you know three and two full count and now his pitch count goes from you know maybe averaging 15 16 pitches in an inning to 2025 so that'll be interesting to see when when he comes back how that's going how that's going to affect the rotation but I believe they're probably. I don't want to say they're rushing them back, but with the JC, you know, still yeah, being out a couple yeah. weeks before they can even really make another evaluation, I kind of feel like they are rushing them back just to see how it goes. But you know, well, only time only time will tell on that one.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's forty man roster time right now, for, you know, for all major league baseball teams. Yes. So the Angels definitely have options now with pitching, even in the bullpen. They made a, a little move here. I mean, I don't know if we mentioned the last podcast, but they they signed Fernando Salas. To a minor league deal uh, a few weeks back got A veteran guy who's got experience They called him up from to the 40 uh, man roster and then Alex Meyer got put On the uh, disabled list, I don't know if you the, saw that
1: the,
0: too Yeah, the 60 day deal So Alex Meyer is on the 60 day deal But guys like Fernando Salas are going to come up Into the bullpen, uh, guys that probably they Were coming up and down like a Scribner. He's going to stay right. Yeah, You know, But Alvarez. now but
1: yeah, he's going to be, instead of that spot starter He's going to be that Another long guy, kind of like um Jesse's been since since uh, since Gags came back. Right. Another guy that can give you two or three innings. So, right. you know, again with the with the rosters expanding, now you're a little more free to play more matchups pitching wise because you're not so confined to like I only have X amount of pitchers in the bullpen. Right. You can maybe have a guy go a little bit longer, giving him an extra day off because you have more arms in the bullpen. So right. so now it's going to be really interesting to see how the Angels and Socha are going to deal with with the expanded rosters.
0: Yeah, and and I mean. I know that it gives us uh, flexibility, well, offensively and and pitching wise, because of the of the pitchers and the arms that we have. But you know, we're in contention, so maybe a lot of these guys aren't even going to see playing time or pitching time. You know, unless of course we're up ahead by a lot or down by a lot. Right. But, um, the forty man roster expansion. It's it's always cool to see these guys come up and you, you get your first glimpses of guys. You know, um, so Angels making moves, man. Um, these two deals, I mean, have been. Kind of just out of nowhere. I didn't expect them to do anything like this. Um, only time will tell if it pays off or if it's just one of those things where, like, okay, well, I mean, they tried. Um, but that's the that's the big news of the day. Now, let's move forward. This homestand wasn't all great, but they kind of turned it around against Oakland and swept they open. The, uh, <clears throat> which they should have done.
1: Yeah, that's definitely – when you're in a, in a race like they are in right now, you definitely have to take care of the, the games that you can yeah. Uh, the lesser opponents if you were know, like, like the um, like the A's, you know. But it started out in Texas, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah, had, and then Houston too wasn't wasn't exactly what you were looking for. Um,
0: there was a few games there where they sh- they probably should have won, and it just kind of right. exploded on us. Yeah, they like, they,
1: uh, they lost they lost uh, Friday, they won Saturday and lost Sunday, so they went one and two against Houston, which you know. Houston being the division leader, you kind of hope that like, okay, maybe we can get yes. two or three from them and you know put some more pressure on them. But you know, you went two for three or one for th- uh, one for two, and one and two, and then like you said, Oakland. They swept Oakland, which is great. Off day today on Thursday, and then they're back at Texas for next week, and then also after the weekend, they're they're in Oakland. So yeah,
0: you got to beat Texas because Texas is right there. Right. Where it's like, okay, these guys, look what they, you know, they, they took the series before, the, you know, uh, you're going over there, you got to take care of business. Uh, good news on our end, it looks like Beltre might be hurt. Yeah, I and saw his an angel killer. Yeah,
1: um, he had one game last time. I think the week, we, right before we talked last week, he had a game where he gave up, uh, or he hit two home runs and he had a multi-home run game against us. Uh, so he has an MRI tomorrow, I saw. So definitely he's out tomorrow. Yeah. And guessing they're getting results back on Saturday with the MRI, so they might want to give them a day off. Might give them a day off or two. So maybe at the earliest you see them Sunday for the last for the game, the getaway game. But then again, if they're going, I don't know their schedule off the top of their head. But if they don't have an off day that Monday and they have to play Monday night, they might just kind of hold them out until right. that Monday game at wherever they're playing. So you know, as it stands right now, I believe all the. MLB games are done for the day because it was a very short schedule and a lot yeah. of them are traveling. But uh, Angels are a, half, a game and a half back because Minnesota played today and they won. Right. So, you know, Minnesota's on fire. Minnesota's been winning, you know, and that's kind of the situation the Angels put themselves in mm-hmm. where, yeah, they have to win, but also they're going to need at least some kind of help with Minnesota being up by a game and a half. Baltimore finally Baltimore.
0: lost. Oh, finally. They
1: finally lost today. They're 8-2 in the last 10 games. Yeah. I mean, they shot up the the wild card standing. And same thing with with Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, they they they, came out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: they're four games back, but they're seven and three out of their last ten. So anyone that is going to win this wild card, it's gonna they're gonna go someone's gonna go on a four, five, six game winning streak. And it's just gonna depend on who it is. Because none of these teams if the Angels make it, if Baltimore makes it Minnesota, none of these teams are so much better than the others where they're gonna run away with it. Where after a week it's like okay, it's over. Everyone's going to stay close. Everyone's going to stay in that little bubble.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. And I know people are talking about, oh, it's so stupid. You see those records that all those teams have, blah, 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 blah. You know what? This is exactly what MLB had envisioned when they they envisioned the new uh, wild card system. Exactly, yeah. And it, it's awesome. I mean, people are talking about how these are mediocre teams, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, I am I, from the – I don't know. I'm not old score or anything, but – I guess I kind of am, but I see if you're over 500, it means you're above average. And every team in mm-hmm. this race is above 500. I know we're right there, but, dude, all you can ask for is com- a competitive baseball late in September. We weren't even close this time last year. Yep. And yep. we're talking about actually maybe making the playoffs. And there's, team, there's people out there. Uh, John Smoltz, I heard an interview with John Smoltz talking about how what the Angels are doing is out of control because you look at what they had to go through this season just with to be injuries, where they're at yeah. who would have thought the angels would be where they're at right now
1: and for everyone that social hates if they make the wild card he will win manager yeah. of the year watch if, he, if they make if they make the playoffs with all the injuries not only not only to the pitching staff you know and, and bullpen guys but to missing trout for that long period yeah, of time six weeks he will if the angel and even if they don't if it's still close there's still an outside chance that he wins manager of the year if they make the playoffs he will win manager of the year I I mean there's no other way all the other teams that are in their division they're winning their division are almost you expected it Boston had a big payroll coming in yeah. with with price and 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 sales so they're where they're supposed to be Cleveland went to the World Series they're exactly where they're yeah, should, they should they should be. be. Houston's a little ahead of schedule. They started off super hard. Now they're kind of coming now down. Now coming down. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you almost have to look at it, you know, maybe New York because they're ahead of schedule. But then again, too, they're only a game up in that first wild card yeah. spot. So not only are you looking at the Angels maybe making that second spot, if they get on a run and Yankees slow down, there's an opportunity where the Angels could host the wild card game in Anaheim and now only more solidify Socha as the AL manager of the year. So, you know, for where they were last year and the way they are now, it's it's night and
0: day. And I have to – I mean, you got to commend uh, Billy Epler's decision-making yes. in the season. I mean, when you looked at the moves team, man, you, we didn't really think, oh, that's okay, well, whatever, we'll see. Right. And now that you look at it, you're like, wow, wow, well, that paid off, you know. Right. I mean, even the signing of Luis Valbuena, you look at his power numbers, 17 home runs, 50 RBIs. I mean, I know his batting average is horrible, but – but damn, and then you look at the, you know, that picking up uh, Tyler Bridwell. Right. Who, and that, I that, mean, come on. Like, who would have thought part, And even, and even Parker Bridwell yeah, would be? Yeah, Parker
1: Bridwell. And even, look, I know he's not on the team right now. He got traded. But Hernandez, when he was on the team, yes. for the, he was a guy that no one knew about. Um, Blake
0: Parker. Blake Parker. Picking Parker, him up off of waivers. Blake
1: RV Parker. He's a guy that they signed, like he signed up. Petit. I mean, you look at their bullpen, and you can probably say their top – Three or four dudes out of those top five guys, probably three or four of them are guys that, A, none of the Angel fans heard of before this
0: year. And, B, probably most of the Major League Baseball fans haven't heard about... Or didn't want to give it Right. Bud Norris. I know he struggled last month, but up until last month, he was kind of like, whoa, Bud Norris? Really? Exactly. So, I mean, Billy Epler, like, quick lap for you there. I mean, really... And then these moves for Upton and, 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 and Phillips. I mean, wow! You know? And I think
1: too, looking back, and I know people gave the Angels a lot of crap at the first deadline, the non-waiver deadline. Yeah, it was pretty quiet. Yeah, it was quiet. <laughs> it was. They didn't make any moves. Why? Look at everyone else around them. Blah blah blah. But I really believe that the Angels wanted to see, knowing that about the about the waiver deadline coming up at you know at nine o'clock here Pacific time, you know twelve o'clock Eastern. They knew this waiver was coming up this trade deadline was coming up. I think they wanted to hold pat, not make a decision one way see or the where other. They were. See where they were. Give the team another month to see where they were, you know, cuz in that month they could have very easily have been out of it, been, yeah. you know, seven, eight games out and be like, "Okay, now we can start seeing what we can do." Yeah. But now that they gave them that extra month, able to see, "No, we're in this. Yeah, we're good. Exactly. We have an opportunity to compete." Now use that second deadline as as if it was your first deadline right. and able to make your moves and make it make a push for the playoffs so yeah i think that's very sneaky smart of, of upler and the first front office to know that not to rush i think yeah. that was the biggest thing don't rush and make a decision that you're going to regret whether they're buying a player like upton at the first deadline and giving up a lot more than they did right, right. or get caving in and selling you know selling a valbuena selling a a uh
0: even a top Redwell, prospect like Jones yeah, or somebody. Yeah,
1: so you know, I think that's a very stinking move that now not a lot of people are talking about that the, the front office was able to make this second deadline more eventful than the first deadline right. and probably giving up a lot less stuff than if they were to do it earlier in the season.
0: Right, and what really, and speaking of trades and all this good stuff, uh, after the the, 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 the breaking news of Upton and the possible, now, now that we got Phillips, but at the time... There was rumors that we were going to get Phillips. I was online looking at everything, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything. There was a lot of fans that were upset that the Angels didn't make a move for pitching. Now, mm-hmm. guys, tell me who we could have gotten right now. Like who, like really, I mean, you got to look at the picture. Aside from maybe being able to acquire Justin Verlander, who else would have been able, who would we have been able to grab? Nobody, guys. So you gotta you you gotta kind of just say okay, I know we need we need pitching quote unquote need pitching because we don't have that ace guy on our staff. But guys like that aren't easily given up this late in this year, especially in waiver trade deadline. Right, they're not easy to grab. You're not gonna pick up a guy like a Kershaw, or a Verlander, a Price. You're not gonna pick up a guy like that. So. Um, you can't be upset that the Angels didn't go get pitching because it wasn't out there to get. Um, we they were able to fill a hole in left field. I, I call it a, a semi-hole because Cameron was doing a decent job. Right, he wasn't
1: hurting you. He know, wasn't. He but, wasn't
0: the reason. He wasn't the reason why you were winning games, but he also wasn't the reason you were losing games. Yeah, but, and if you look at the numbers, <laughs> you're like, okay, I could see why this move was made. You looked exactly, at Upton yeah. and you looked at Maven, and you're like, they're the same age. Wow, look at the numbers, Upton. Brandon Phillips, why not? Right. Why not? It's only – I can't get any worse, and he's a quality guy. So pitching was not – I think the pitching has been doing a great job considering the fact – all the injuries, everything that's happened to the Angels – Parker Bridwell has stepped his game up. JC Ramirez before he got hurt was, was a workhorse on the staff. Mm-hmm. Skaggs coming back and then pitching good. He needed to look great in his last outing. Yep. I know it was against the age, but you know what? You're supposed to beat these teams. He went down and he did it. You're supposed and, to look that way. And what it what he did more than anything was the way he spotted his pitches, the just the command that he had on the mound that night was. Mm-hmm. Better than the first two starts.
1: No, well, you can actually even look at it and say it's probably one of her better, better career starts because ten K was his was his uh, career average or is his career average, and he got that you know against the A's. So, yeah. you know, if that's what it is, and now he's able to trust some of his pitches again, because I've you know I've never personally been through any kind of surgery, you know, with Tommy John surgery, I can only imagine mm-hmm. there's only a certain amount of trust you have coming back right yeah, away, yeah, yeah. and then you kind of have to work that trust in the arm to make sure if I throw this curveball to make sure my arm isn't going to blow out again. So, yeah. you know, again, with the trust issue, the more and more he trusted it, I can think the
0: the better he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't expect him to come back and be the Heaney of old right away. Right. Like, you know, you're right. He's not, he's going to be afraid to maybe throw a little harder. He's going to be afraid to maybe snap the slider a little bit more. Right. You know, he's, he's going to have to work himself into having that confidence level again. And it looked like it happened against Oakland. So, the pitching staff, look, going forward, too, in the next few years, I mean, if these guys don't get hurt, Heaney, Skaggs, you know, even Tropiano. Tropes, yeah. That, you know, yeah. I mean, Rich, Richards, again, I I, I don't want to hold my breath on him, but uh-huh. still Richards, JC Ramirez, wow. You know what I mean? It looks like a really good pitching staff if they don't get hurt next season. Right. And it's Young, the, yeah, dude. and
1: but i say it definitely helps, too, because competition will, will build yeah. the need or will build these guys – you know, being pushed—if they feel like they need to do something a little bit extra in the off-season to make sure they have that spot, then right. that only helps the Angels. So, yeah. having competition, having strong competition—not just any old guy there, but having a JC where you can look at it and say, well, wow, he did this. He he might have a spot or he locked up." Having a um, a Parker Bridwell, oh man, he might have a spot. So now, if I'm, you know, one of these guys coming off an injury, now I know I have to work a little bit harder in the off-season to make sure that I get a spot in the rotation. So. Yeah. It only will help the Angels in the long run, so hopefully yeah. that's, the, that's the plan.
0: Yeah, and, and with Skaggs coming back soon, I mean, not Skaggs, uh, Richards, uh, man, I mean, if, if he can be semi what he was a few years back, then we'll take it. it exactly. It's not going to hurt us. So, it being August 31st, it's the end of the month, so, um, end of the month, I mean, the month of August was, was great for the Angels. Right. I don't know when, loss record. Right, yeah. That's, but... Uh, I mean, going into August 1st, we needed to have a really good, uh, really good August, right? And we did. Um, look where we're at right now. A game and a half out of the second wild card. What, two and a half games back of the actual first wild card? Yep. Um, guys who kind of stood out for you in August, Dan, you, anyone in particular that you can say, this guy stood out to me in August?
1: I mean, you did have this big struggle with, with Trout towards the end part of this month going mm-hmm. 0 for 18. But, you know... He can do it all, and I think you yeah. have to look at his surrounding cast. and We'll have to pick him up at times. I mean, there's going to be times where he's going to struggle, right? I think Crone definitely yes. stood out, yes, was able to get back into the rhythm. And, I, and I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with the Unel being hurt and him playing, playing hold, every day, playing yeah. every day. Um, had a two-run or two-home run game, you know, a couple of days ago. He's a guy that stand out. Um, again, Simmons kind of slowed down a little bit, but he's always a guy that can give you a home run and give you on base. So, I mean, for position wise, I say those two guys really has stuck out to yeah. me. You know, this month, it it, it it was a good, like you said, it was a good month. We needed to stay in the hunt. We needed to stay close. We have needed to have a good run, and we and they did. They did. They they are still in it going into September, and that's all as a fan I asked for is make it interesting, make me want to go go to a game on on us on in September, or make me yeah. turn on the T because. Man, if you're 20 games out, if you one of those teams that's like 20, 15 games uh, out, brutal. like why, why watch the game, you know? It's but maybe, maybe want to watch, and I feel like they've done that definitely.
0: Yeah, uh, to me, I think you know who I'm picking for August Player of the yeah. Month. My hand, Luis Valbuena. Uh, I don't want
1: to steal your thunder, so I
0: was like, I'll let him do that. <laughs> Luis, uh, you guys don't know, I'm, I'm friends with Luis Valbuena, and l- look, you guys, I don't want to make up excuses for the guy, but he missed most of spring. Right. Miss a first month, month plus of the season. That coming off uh, hamstring surgery, they had the, uh, in the off season. So he injured the same injury. Um, does that make sense? Injured the same injury, <laughs> but either way, he injured the same problem. And then it, he pretty much went through his spring in May, you know, and May and June. So I mean, I know his man average isn't there, but I don't know. I don't. I didn't write down the numbers for the month of August, but. He's got 17 home runs. Um, he had a multi-home run game here in the month of August. He had a few games where he tied or put us ahead with a home run in late innings. So he's got 17 home runs. I think he's around 50 RBIs. He's finally over 200. Yep. But more important than that, the dude is getting on base. And it seems like he's scoring every time he's on base. It seems like someone hits a home run. It was either Chrome <laughs> or Simmons. And he's scoring a lot of runs, gaining on base, and that's what that's what you need to ask for. So, um, the batting average wasn't there, but you weren't going to get a 300 batter in Luis. No, you knew, you, that, hoping, you knew that coming in. Yeah, you were hoping he'd be at least 250. But the power numbers are there, and and he's come through so many times in the clutch, especially in the month of August. I hope that he continues this streak, especially now with Escobar. I, I hate to say, oh, I hope Escobar doesn't come back, but we posed this question... In the poll two weeks ago, do we hurt with not having Escobar in the lineup? And obviously, the Angels answered that question for us. It hasn't hurt us. Um, I mean, you would love to have a guy like Escobar in the lineup because he could be your leadoff guy. You know, he's been a leadoff guy for us and done a decent job last year, especially buying over 300. But this year, I mean, he's kind of of been a struggle for him. And uh, I don't know. I mean, Luis is feeling in good. Now that we got Brandon Phillips, we can, can, like you said, platoon, coward, and, and... Valbuena over at third and then from time to time Crow needs a day off you move Valbuena Valbuena there and then have yeah it it works out either way so for me Luis Valbuena is my player of the month of August pitching wise I gotta give it up I I don't wanna give it to one person so I'll say the Angels bullpen again Mm mhm I mean, it seems like a broken record. We've been talking about this bullpen and like how overachieving they've been, but dude, I think I think it's
1: it's and I'm I'm with you on that. I think it's really well deserved. Yeah, they might have a a rough game here and there, but but, I mean, any bullpen will. You you look around the league; it's not. I think people get so tunnel vision on just the Angels that they don't realize what else is going on. So, yeah, they might give up a game here or there, but for the most part, for the consistency part, you know they've they have have helped the angels more than any other pitcher has with all like you said with all the injuries to the haney to skaggs to uh richards like they have been the the, the more consistent force because our offense will go up and down like you, you've seen that in the last couple games they'll go up they'll go down they'll score 10 and then the very next night they'll score none or one right but to me it seems like the bullpen for the most part you know if there's six games a week you know, five of those games, they're going to be lights out. And then, yeah, maybe they'll have one rough game. But for the most part, they've been lights out the whole time.
0: And and, and, and it's I'm, I'm going to say it again, dude. It's nothing short of, of almost a miracle because, I mean, you look at every successful team, every team that is either in front of us or behind us in the wild card race or in the playoffs has a set reliever, Right, a set eighth eighth inning guy, a set seventh inning guy. The Angels on any given day can say, "Key, go take the go close this game right. out." Blake, go, go close this game out. Bud, you, we need you to close this game out. Key, we need you to come in in the sixth inning today. Yeah, Petit, we need you to close today, buddy. Yeah. I know you pitched last night in the fifth inning, but we yeah. need you to come in in ninth today and close. And, and
1: you even saw that yesterday, last night too, with 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 uh, Parker coming in and getting a four out save. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the best thing that Angels have going for them right now and going into the playoff push is they have options. You know what I mean? They can they can ride the hot hand whether it's in the everyday lineup or in the bullpen or you know any kind of any kind of combination, they can have options and I think that's the biggest thing that you can look for right now is is them not being so tied down that like okay, we have to do this, we have to do this, we have to do this. We have options. We are able to Pitch certain guys on certain days when they feel like it, and not have the fear of losing anything. Right. When you know player X isn't able isn't available because he pitched the last three days. Right. So I think that's the best thing going on for going into the month of September is the options the Angels have.
0: Right. And I love the options, uh, man. It's crazy. Like I, I I I am just I don't I don't want to say mind blown at how the bullpen is able to. Like every day, get us out of situations, and, and any given guy can close at any given day. That's a great problem to have, especially down the stretch. You know, oh exactly. But having the trust in and and four different guys in clutch ninth innings or late inning situations is an awesome problem to have, especially for the Angels who don't have a set guy. Right. You know. Um. You know. You you look at that bullpen again, and you're like and they sit on MLB Network, and you sit in a podcast before, you ask anybody outside of the Orange County, the greater Los Angeles area, to name yeah. you two guys to three guys in the Angels pitching staff, I bet you that you're not going to get an answer. They'll
1: probably just say Richards, but then you tell them he's on the DL, he doesn't yeah. count, and they're
0: like, okay, well, then Who I... Who the Angels and wins this season? Yeah, and then, by
1: the way, he's on the DL right now, too, so they probably wouldn't even guess that. Right. But, you know, again, having a great month, going 18-11 this month, seven games over 500 in the month when a month you need it to happen. You know, so... They're definitely going the right way. They're definitely projecting the right way. Again, I'm not the type of guy that's going to sit here and say, Angels are going to make the playoffs now with this move, but they're definitely putting themselves in a position where, you know, they could very easily host a wild card game at the end of next year and probably two months ago, three months ago, that was certainly not thought of. Barely even the second wild card thought of. So, you know, you have to hope Minnesota cools off. You have to hope... Uh, Even Baltimore. Even Baltimore cools off because you don't have any games against those people anymore. You don't have any games against uh, the Twins that you can be like, okay, cool, we'll play them and if we take two or three, we'll leapfrog them. You don't have that luxury anymore and the schedule gets a little harder coming up now in the month because you do have the Cleveland Indians Mm. at Angel Stadium the 19th, 20th, and 21st of September and the way they're playing, they're super hot too and they're right on the tail of of the Astros for best best record in the AL. So they might have something to play for as far as having home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So mm. there's no easy games going through the rest of the year. You have Chicago or uh, the White Sox also in the month that could give you some problems because they're a younger team, probably not the most experienced team, but again, you're playing in Chicago. It's going to be a four-game series late in the month. So, you know, you never know what could happen, whether could be an issue at that time. So you just have to take care of what they can take care of and, you know, hope that Minnesota cools off.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, got to take care of business. You got to win the games that you're supposed to win. They did that against Oakland. And I know people, a lot of people are like, oh, we can't, we can't take this Oakland sweep that serious or whatever, whatever. I understand that, but you got to, they had to beat, Oakland and they beat Oakland. I know there was a few games there where it was just like, woo! Especially last night's game where it was a ten-eight win. Yeah. Pennington, of all people, hit a grand slam. So, you know, that, that's just another t- another thing for the Angels. At, at any given day, a guy hits a home run and it's a hero. And I know I should know better now than to turn the game off <laughs> or change the channel. But I feel like I'm gonna jinx them if I watch them now. So <laughs> when they're down by a lot, I, t- I t- tend to change the channel. But I'm always flipping back and forth. It's always you know? one of
1: those things where you might change the channel, but then you get on your
0: on your phone the update. Yeah. Oh man,
1: the, where 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 can I go? Where's the remote? I got to change yeah. back and see how this ends. Cause... I always
0: flip back and forth all the time. Yeah. So, but no, moving forward, I mean the schedule up ahead is not gonna get any easier. But you gotta take care of business. So you know, 40 man roster expansion, the pickup of and the pickup of Phillips, it only helps the Angels. And, and, you know, the pitching staff kind of starting to kind of come together with Skaggs coming back and Richards coming back, uh, Heaney coming back. That that That's only helping the Angels, guys. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the final stretch run here. Um, the moves were made to solidify the offense. Let's just go out and get it, guys. Let's go yeah. out and get it. So um, you raised a poll question Yes. on our uh, Facebook um, yeah, on Instagram. Right? Oh, on Twitter, Twitter. On Twitter, on
1: the Halo underscore Haven Twitter handle, and then also Halo under or just the Halo Haven um, fan group on Facebook. Um, so, um, yeah, and it, it was a simple question because you hear about it all the time. You hear about the even the broadcasters sometimes will will say something about strike zones. You know how can you call that a strike? And then a lot of especially now if you watch the ESPN, you know game of the week or whatever they have now they have they have the strike zone imprinted on the screen you can kind of see as the games live where the ball was if it missed if it was in a strike zone and see how the umpires call it so that is, has been a big topic around major league baseball is strike zones and the consistency and the, maybe them leaning towards an automated strike zone maybe not next year maybe not the year after that but you know by 2020 2021 who knows what what would happen so that was the poll question would you be in favor of an automated uh, strike zone, and you know this is probably the most down the line poll question we've had since we started doing it. You know, probably last month, and uh, fifty or forty three percent said yes, they wouldn't mind it, they would prefer it, and fifty seven percent said no, they don't want it. They you know they're more old school that way. Right. So, you know, again fifty fifty. So where did you where did you where did you stand on the question and, and and why?
0: I I hate yes, and here's why. So often we hear people complain about the umpire misses call, the umpire misses that call. Uh, uh, even the coaches and the ump- the managers are, are screaming. The batters are like, "No, it was off. It was this." Blah blah blah. If we all agree to a strike zone, automated strike zone, you can't complain. Right? Exactly. What are you gonna What are you gonna say? Yeah. And you so you can't it, do nothing.
1: And I said, "Yes, I'm. I'm on the same boat. You are." Um, Chris, he's not here today, but yeah, he, he was. He, no. he he was known, but he said more because he's old school. But I said yes, and for my reason, the exact same as yours is that I get tired of people complaining, 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 and then having some kind of I don't know what their expectation is or why they feel like it's realistic. But they're like, well, why can't why can't the umpires just get that? They're human <clears> beings. <throat> they're not going to get every call right. It's right. not it's not physically possible. Like I don't care. You know, if these guys have been doing this major league, you know, umpiring for, you know, 10, 15 years and they haven't got it by now, I don't think they're going to get it. So to me, it's like if you want to complain about it, then I don't know how you're against an automated because you ask any player, any player in baseball, hitter, they just want consistency. Mm -hmm. So people are saying, well, there's different sizes of players, you know, you got Altuve on one end and you got Judge on the other end. No, no, no. You know what I mean? But there is technology now, yeah. and just so people understand, the way Major League Baseball grades their umpires is through an automated system. So that the idea of oh, we don't have technology, we don't have this to to vary the, the strike zone or to you know vary the heights of the players is ridiculous because they're using it to, to grade yeah. their umpire or their home plate umpires. So to me, it's just like if that means that couple inches below the knees is a strike well guess what it's going to be a couple of inches below the knee for every player so yeah technically if you want to look at the robot that's not a strike but if it's consistently the strike zone right. for the player then you don't have to worry about it because yeah. now if i think that's a strike then i know it's a strike then i'll know now i have to swing at it and same thing vice versa if i know the letters are the strike zone i'm not going to be able to take a ball there once and the next time i'm a bat it's going to be a strike i'm well, going to know
0: it all the way through well i see it as mlb says this is how big the strike zone is going to be. It doesn't matter how tall or how smart you are. I don't care if you're a judge or a too big. It's, I, I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Let's just say two feet by four. Uh, two feet by three feet. Right. Yeah, I'm just throwing a number. I'm not saying that's what it is. Two feet by three feet. That's it. Anything outside, I don't care how tall or big you are. That's the strike zone. We all agree. It goes through some kind of players voting, whatever. Right. And it passes. There you go. You can't You can't complain.
1: Right, exactly. That's and a, there it is. That's my biggest thing that's is like straight. people are complaining, oh, the strike zone's awful. Well, then go to automated. Well, then you get rid of the umps. I'm like, no, well, I'm not saying you get rid of the umps. No, you
0: just get rid of the home plate umpire. Well, not even that. He well, still, no, still, he still has to be there. Yeah. I mean, he still has to ball, be there ball, for ball, foul ball, tips, ball,
1: yeah. caught foul balls, check swings. Um, so there's still like you're not getting rid of a dude. It's just, you know, if you, I don't know how they would do it. I don't know if there's a light on behind home plate where... He throws the ball, it goes through the zone, and then it's a red for a strike and a blue for a ball, and just a light pops up instantaneously and says, okay, right. cool, that's or a strike. Or he's
0: wearing a headpiece. Yeah,
1: or whatever. right. But you're still going to need an umpire home plate. There's going to be still be plays at the plate. We need someone there. Yeah. You still need a, a, a foul, fair call going down the line. Right. So, I mean, and that stuff is very black or white. If, is it on the line? Is it off the line? Mm-hmm. Did he foul tip it? Did he get foul tip into the glove? So you're not getting rid of a guy. So some people, I heard some arguments, well, that's just, how you're going to get rid of like a guy's job. Like, and I understand that you're just, you know, diminishing the, that position. I'm like, no, you're taking something off his plate. That's really, if you think about it, unrealistic for him to be consistent with the strike zone. You know, I don't know if umpires, ump 162 games, like players play, or, you know, if they have like a, a certain, maybe a week off to kind of, you know, recharge or whatever being there every day, I know it would be hard. So, you know, let's just say they go 150 games. For You're asking a guy to be consistent, and I know not all of them, Not they're not behind the plate the whole time, but, you know, whatever, say 60 games. It's hard for me to think that a guy can be consistently the yeah. same
0: so 50, way.
1: 60 times a game. Yeah. You know, it's going to come with ups, it's going to come with the downs, but if you're the one of the people that are complaining all the time about, how is that a strike, how is that a strike? I don't know how you vote no, on an automated strike zone. Either you love it because it's a human error and you accept it or you don't like it and you want some kind of consistency. Right. But to think that an umpire can consistently be, you know, strike here, strike there over games and games and games, I, I just don't find, I just don't see that being realistic.
0: Yeah, there's and there's no other way of fixing it other than going to an automated system. Right. What are, what are you, there, there's nothing you are gonna do. Human error, behind the plate, it's literally inches and centimeters that you have to decide whether this caught... The black of the plate or not? Right. So you're leaving it up to a human being. Like, so if you're going to complain about that, the only way to fix it is putting that little red ESPN box that we see, and like, oh yeah, that was a strike. And 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 for the most part, let, let's give the umpire some no, kind of credit. No, they are. They are, dude. Like most of the time when you see that little zone thing, right? They, they call it a strike right. most more times than not. But if, like you said, if you're that person that constantly complains about the home plate umpire, I don't see any other way of fixing it. Why would you? Why would you vote no?
1: Exactly. Yeah. There's uh,
0: no. I don't know. I'm old school too in some ways, but I, I see it now. You pose this question, and then this is how I'm. In, yeah, sure. I'm in favor of it, cause, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, if you're gonna it, complain, that's the only way. To my whole. It.
1: And, and I don't care what sport it is. Like to, in my idea, you want to get it right, and like I don't understand why people. Why would you not be? Why would you be against getting it right? Right. You like know the whole I mean?
0: instant replay thing. It finally baseball jumped on it. And right. I don't know Why football went away from it for that uh, period for a of time? For And so, that could
1: be a technology thing, but. You know, you want to get it right. You don't want it to come down to you know seventh game of the AL um, CS going to yeah. the, the World Series and off a ball that was it fair? Was it foul? Was it was he safe? Was he out? Well, yeah. we'll say he's out, and then okay, then all the other networks, ESPN, Fox, whatever, they all have the technology to replay, and you can clearly see that it was it was wrong, and you're supposed to be okay with that, and but you don't want replay. So to me, it's like, how do you not? Want the technology aspect of the game? I understand baseball is old school. I understand baseball has its historic, you know, numbers yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. I understand that, but at the same time, you have to be able to evolve with what yeah. is going on in the times.
0: Progression is key to a successful business. So, uh, baseball needs to progress, and they've done their thing. They've done their fair share of progression over the years. Like, uh, the instant replays and stuff that, that that's been obviously has already. It just it has been a Great. Um, You only wish that maybe they could have thought of it sooner. You know, when I. What is his name? Andres Galarraga's son. Was it Andres Galaragas' son? The perfect game where he was clearly
1: out. It it wasn't Galarraga's son, but he had the last name Galarraga. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly an out. Jim Joyce
0: missed it. Dude, I mean, if we would have had the replay, this kid would have had a perfect game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I understand the old school guys. Oh, it's taking this out of it, the element. Yeah, but at some point, you have to progress you know and right you have to use- move along with the times guys yeah uh quickly before we start wrapping things up i wanted to give a shout out we got a review I uh, we're if you guys are listening to us on one of the links through facebook or one of our links that we post uh, twitter on social media pages you can if you have an iphone you can actually go on iphone and subscribe to us On iTunes, and you just look up All Angels Podcast or Halo Haven. Halo
1: Haven's even a tag on there It'll
0: pop up. You can leave a review. We got a review from Halo Man 18. Five-star review. He said, great show. Finally, an Angels Podcast. Don't know your real name, but Halo Man 18. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you for leaving a rating, Review. review. Uh, we appreciate all the listeners that are out there listening to us. We're not live on YouTube today cause we, life happens. Chris couldn't be with us today. We couldn't be in Halo Haven headquarters tonight, <laughs> but I'm almost thinking, oh, it was super hot. It was today. hot. Yeah. Free people that,
1: oh. I don't know how many people are outside Southern California, but it was up in the 111, 112.
0: Oh dude, it was insane. And and I was telling you guys, I think I told you guys yesterday, I'm all, it's going to be hot tomorrow. Yep. It's going to be hot in the uh, Halo Haven. So, um, but either way, uh, Chris going to be with us tonight, so we're not on YouTube. But we'll be on YouTube hopefully next, next week, and it'll be a lot cooler too. So <laughs> I'm, you know, I sweat very easily, <laughs> and I was sweating the last three podcasts. So, uh, you know, being in there in Halo Haven headquarters tonight would have been oh man, I would have had a drenched shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I want to thank you guys, everyone who's listening, everyone. Uh, you can go ahead and follow. You can follow me on Twitter, and I just reactivated my Twitter because I somehow I lost my my password. I forgot what email <laughs> I used. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter. It's TheHalosFan15. the Halosfan15, T H E Halosfan15. You can follow me on Twitter, and then you'll follow us on the uh, on Facebook at halo haven and what's the instagram and, and so
1: instagram same thing as a halo underscore haven on instagram halo underscore haven on twitter uh my personal my personal twitter is dan garcia 87 that's my twitter and then it's also my instagram but yeah um kind of like you said review us check us out mm-hmm. um any ideas any questions we didn't do a we didn't do A, a Q&A today partly because we had so much stuff with the upton oh, and with the <laughs> The phillips trade going on maven leaving, uh the the weekend re- or the, the month in review yeah um uh, you know we've had a lot of stuff we don't want to be on here for two hours and board you guys yeah. so so you know next week we'll we'll be back to it we'll be asking for questions we'll be asking for uh we'll have a little live stream during yeah. it so you can ask your questions there but same thing review us have questions again that's halo underscore haven both on twitter and on instagram mine is Dan Garcia 87 so again any questions reviews anything let us know
0: um, even if it's you know you want to shout out we'll see what happens so yeah um, yeah look us up yeah and uh quickly before we we wrap it up too we uh, Dan had mentioned that we were at the uh inland Empire 66ers re- rehab star for you Escobar. I want to I can't think enough uh Steve went from the inland Empire 66ers yes. for uh, hooking us up with media credentials for this season uh, we were late in the game trying to get him and and we, we just hopefully next year this is built we will have a build-up relationship with the 66ers but we had access to the field the dugout with you now escobar uh we took some sweet pictures of you now chris i know took some video cool video yeah of check it out it's out.
1: on the instagram halo underscore haven mm-hmm. check it out
0: thank you to the inland empire 66ers organization in a whole but steve uh, hooked us up with the credentials um joe hudson the general manager was more than helpful with us when we were there the first time so it's a great 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 organization we can't wait to be out there uh next year and we'll bring to you guys uh hopefully interviews with with uh, next year's up and coming angels stars um we do have a couple of interviews lined up for uh, later podcasts. uh uh you know i know moving after this season is over we'll we'll we 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 do not know what the schedule is going to be like but you know we're we're working progress, and we thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, the guy, you guys who have been listening to us since we started, I really appreciate your guys's uh, you know listenership. Uh, you guys, you give. Uh, this is why we do it, man. Like we don't get paid for this, but it's an amazing thing that you know we're able to just just get in that review, man. I saw it today, and I went, "Oh, that's awesome!" You know, yeah. And that's, always- what, that's what I. I mean, I myself have gone on there before I started this podcast and looked up angels. For a po- Angels podcast, it's not nothing. Yeah, you know?
1: the only one they have is like the MLB one, but it's it's more of a review of the like game, clips, right? Yeah, it's more the review of the game. It's, there's not a fan one, and that's kind of what we're trying to mm-hmm. have here is just something to talk Angel baseball, something you know, an hour long, fifty minutes long, maybe yeah. a little bit longer, but no, not much more longer than that. But just talk about what's going on, um, have a fan's perspective, what we hope to see, what we hope not to see, kind mm-hmm. of deal. So you know what, if you could tell a friend awesome you know it's real easy now with with itunes you subscribe it you we we do the podcast and then boom within you know five minutes of us finishing the podcast and posting it it'll be on your phone you can download it you know i personally i listen back because i want to know yeah, where so we, do, so i want to i, I want to know where i can get better at right so i'll listen to it back i'll listen to it back in the car i'll listen to it back at work you know yep. we, and we hope that's what you guys do too it's right. like if you if you're working in an office and you have you know can listen to music, listen to this, put your earphones on. Or if you're traveling, you know, yeah.
0: throw it in. That's the same thing I do with my other podcasts right. that I listen to. So Especially if you have a love for the if you're listening to us, you love the Angels. So we just want to give you that. Here, listen to this. Somebody's finally talking about the Angels because the only show that talks about the Angels is Roger Lodge on AM eight thirty. There's nothing in the morning. There's nothing there's nothing to listen nothing angels related on the radio. No. So we're just giving us you, you guys, our opinions, our thoughts, and hopefully you guys don't hate us for our <laughs> opinions and thoughts. But if you're listening, thank you guys so much. Um, big shout out to Chris, uh, Halo Haven. Follow Instagram, Facebook. We told you guys the links. We will catch you guys next week, and hopefully the angels keep on rolling. And we'll hopefully we'll talk about the good things up then and uh, Phillips have done since then, right? Yeah. So, you know. I'm Johnny Bangs. I'm Daniel Garcia. And we'll catch you guys next week for the All Angels podcast. Catch you guys later. You all have a great rest of the week.
1: Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.